If you have ever struggled through a long to-do list at the beginning of the week, unsure of how you should prioritize your tasks, you should try implementing a planning hour into your week. Spending just one hour planning out your week will save you hours of time throughout. Plus, it will help make sure that you accomplish your most important tasks throughout each week. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey friends, I am so glad that you are here listening into this week's episode of the Vine Podcast. For those of you who are new here, hello and welcome. I'm so glad that you are here and I hope that you will walk away from this episode with a nugget or two for how to plan your week more effectively. If we haven't met, I am your host, Madison Wetherill. I am the CEO over at Grace and Vine Studios where we build websites for growing bloggers who want to stand out from the crowd of all of the rest of the bloggers out there. I am also a food blogger myself, so I totally understand what it is like to juggle all the things that are required for running a blog, running a business, and also having a life and a family outside of that business. Now, if you haven't heard, we are focusing primarily on working with bloggers through our crafted websites this year. We are still doing branding and custom website design, But our primary focus and where we are spending most of our time is on our crafted websites. Crafted is a semi-custom website built for growth. It is ideal for bloggers who are looking to break away from pre-made themes in our industry and they want to create something unique for their brands without sacrificing site speed and SEO, but they don't have a fortune to spend on a custom website. If you are considering a redesign this year, and you're frankly tired of the way that your blog looks or how it functions, then head over to graceandvinestudios.com slash crafted to learn more and to get a quote from us. And I will make sure that that link is also in the show notes this week. This week, we are chatting all about planning your week. Now, this is not my word of the year, but honestly, it probably should be planning because I have been so focused on adding in more time to my schedule for planning which is something that I think my husband who edits this podcast probably finds ridiculous that I need to plan out my time to plan. But it is something that has been really a game changer for me when I am consistent in setting aside this time to plan. I recently implemented a few of a few extra blocks onto my calendar that are helping me to have more focused time when I need to plan out my work tasks or even plan out my personal tasks. This is something that One of my best friends and my business best friends has really helped encourage me to set aside this personal planning time to make sure that I'm getting things done that I need to get done in my personal life as well, because I don't know about you, but I have found over the last almost nine years of being an entrepreneur that I can be really good at doing one thing for my business, but really bad at doing it in my personal life or vice versa. And planning has been one of those things that I've done a really good job of in my business, but my personal life, I haven't been as organized and well planned out. So that's something that I am trying to implement this year. 
But let's back up for a second and let's talk about why you even need to focus on planning your week. Again, this is one of those things that some people just feel like you just get stuff done and you don't really have to plan it out. But what I have learned, again, in my nine years of being an entrepreneur is there are too many things on your list every single week to get done. And if you don't plan out what is important and what is the priority for that week, you will likely get to the end of the week and feel frustrated that you didn't get everything done that you wanted to get done. And this can be true for really anyone. It's not just something that happens for entrepreneurs, but for people running their own business, this is especially true because unless you completely tune out the entire world for an entire week, there are going to be things that come up that are going to mess up the plan that you had or the things that you thought you were going to work on. So setting aside time at the beginning of the week to plan ahead is really going to help you to complete the tasks that you want to complete or need to complete in order to reach your goals. Because sometimes the most important things that we need to do are the things that end up falling to the bottom of our to-do list. And I think that there's a lot of reasons for that, but I think primarily it comes down to not planning properly. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Let's start with why you need a planning block. And in order to illustrate this, I'm going to share a story from my personal life that I think illustrates why this is so important. A few years ago, we started picking up our groceries exclusively instead of shopping at the grocery store, which at the time, this was pre-COVID. So this was before this became kind of what you do and a very common trend. At the time, I had a four-year-old and an almost one-year-old and honestly, spending my time in the grocery store shopping felt like a huge waste of time, not to mention just asking for disaster with having two kids under five who was going to have a meltdown in the store, whether it be the kids or me. So we started getting into a routine of doing our shopping for our groceries online and having a pickup time where we would go and pick them up. Now, the first few months that we did this, we were really bad at it. Inevitably, we would always forget to place the order at the time that we needed to in order to be able to pick it up the next day. We used to try to time it around picking them up on the way home from church. And so We would have to get the order placed, I think, maybe Saturday morning in order to be able to do that. And we would miss that time and then be sort of scrambling in order to have the food that we needed for that Sunday. Or we would miss the available times altogether because, again, back then there weren't a whole lot of times to choose from. So there was very limited availability. And eventually I learned that in order to be able to successfully order our groceries and pick them up on a weekly basis, I had to be very diligent about looking ahead, planning our meals creating our shopping list and placing the order ahead of time in order to be able to do this. Now, grocery pickup has gotten a lot better now. And actually, we don't even do pickup anymore. We just do grocery delivery through Walmart Plus, which as a food blogger is a complete game changer to be able to have groceries delivered without paying extra fees like you do on Instant Cart. But the point of the story is that without planning properly, I wasn't able to have the benefits of something amazing like grocery pickup. And so when it comes to thinking about your business and thinking about being productive and getting things done, this planning hour each week is what is going to set you up for success each and every week. And ultimately it is what is going to help you to reach your goals and to stay focused. Spending just one hour each week is going to save you hours of scrambling, procrastinating, getting distracted, scrolling Instagram, or whatever else you waste time on each day. And trust me, I am speaking completely from experience here But when I have people ask me, how do you get it all done? How do you run multiple businesses and homeschool and have a life? Really, the answer comes down to planning. And I see 
a significant difference in the weeks that I plan ahead versus the weeks where I skip this small window of time on a weekend or whatever, I see a huge difference in what I'm able to accomplish, but more importantly, how I feel about what I'm getting done. I absolutely recommend that you implement this planning hour into your schedule. Hopefully that has set the stage for why this is important. Now let's dive into the specifics of what to do during this block. You can, of course, adjust this to what makes sense for you. But for me, this general list of things to do has been super helpful when I am working on planning things out. The first is to look ahead and review. Taking just a quick few minutes to look ahead at your calendar for the week or even two weeks of time is going to help you figure out what you need to do. Often we end up scrambling at the last minute to prepare for something because we didn't look ahead and realize that it was coming. This might not be super accurate and relevant as a food blogger because you might not have a ton of things that are going on that you need to plan ahead for, but it could be as simple as looking ahead at what you have going on in the evenings every week or what you have going on in the early morning, depending on what your schedule is like. For example, we have a monthly team meeting over at Grace and Vine where we go over where our projects are at and other upcoming things that we have going on. And I typically like to prepare for this call ahead of time and not be scrambling at the last minute. But if I don't look ahead and realize when that call is coming up and more importantly, plan for when I'm going to plan for this call, it's not going to happen. And then I'm going to end up being scrambling at the very last minute to get this done. If you have things on your editorial calendar that you need to plan for, maybe you want to post a reel onto Instagram or upload a video to TikTok every Tuesday and Thursday, you're going to need to plan ahead for what you're going to do on those days if you want to be consistent in that goal. Before diving into the work side of this, I think it's important to start with your personal calendar. Looking at what is coming up on the calendar for you and your family Look for things like doctor's appointments or school events. Maybe you have dinner out of the house planned with a friend. Maybe you have friends coming over for dinner. You want to mostly just review this and have help yourself to be aware of what you have going on. Because often we have things that maybe your spouse put on the calendar or you put on the calendar weeks ago and you forgot about. So you want to be just looking at what do I have going on this week? so that you can have awareness of what things you might need to do in order to prepare. Once you are aware of what's going on, make note of any of the things that you need to do to prepare for those events. So for example, if you know that you have soccer practice early on Wednesday, maybe you need to think about what crockpot meal you need to prepare that day in order to be able to have dinner ready before soccer practice. We had this going on this week for us where we had multiple, somehow this happened where we had friends coming over three nights in a row this week, which is very unusual. Usually we have maybe one friend a week coming over at the most. And so I had to think about what am I going to make on those three days in a row for us for dinner so that I'm not really stressing myself out with making some elaborate meal every time we have friends coming over because I don't want to do that three days in a row. So little things like that, where if you if I didn't realize that and then I looked at my calendar today and said, oh, gosh, our friends are coming over tonight. I have no idea what I'm making for dinner. You can see how that would be a stressful thing rather than looking ahead and just planning it into what I'm already going to be ordering for our groceries and what I'm planning for our meals. Then you're going to jump into the work side of things, which for food bloggers or any content creator, really, you want to look ahead at your editorial calendar. 
For most food bloggers, you're not going to have a lot of meetings or appointments that you might have. Maybe you have one meeting with your team or a virtual assistant or something like that. But for the most part, your editorial calendar is the thing that you need to plan around. So look ahead and look at, are there any pieces of content that you need to prepare for this week? It could be a blog post that you're behind on this week or a social media post that you are working on. Whatever it is, you want to look as far ahead as you are planning. So if you already have all of your content for this week, go ahead and look at next week to make sure that you are prepared for next week. What you're doing here is recognizing the need to work on those things ahead of time so that you're not scrambling at the last minute or so that you don't have to readjust your editorial calendar at the last minute because you are behind on whatever it is that you're working on. Once you have reviewed both of your calendars, your personal calendar and your editorial calendar, you have hopefully a list of things that you need to either plan for or maybe there are specific tasks that you need to do. Next, you're going to look and set up your work blocks. This is going to be very dependent on what your work situation is like, depending on whether you have recurring time to work on your business, like when your kids are in school or you have regular childcare. Maybe you don't have kids at home, so you just kind of have all the time. This is looking at what your dedicated work blocks are each week. For me, we have our older boys in a homeschool enrichment program that is on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I know that these are my main blocks of time to get stuff done. These are the days where my husband takes our baby for the day and I have a five to six hour window of time where I can focus and work. When I look ahead at my week though, I'm going to plan the most important tasks during these times where I know I have focused time. Especially those tasks where I need full focus, like recording a podcast episode or doing anything that's marketing related for my business. On the other hand, I am very rarely, if ever, going to plan recipe development for these days. I can much easier do that with my kids around, so I'm not going to plan those types of tasks during this focused work time. This is when I need to be on my computer, I need to have full focus, so I'm going to plan those most important tasks for this time. So think about the time each week that you want to block off for the main tasks that you need to do for your blog. It might be things like blocking off admin work on your computer or time that you need to write your blog post and you really need to focus. Maybe it's when you're going to edit photos, when you're going to do recipe development, etc. Eventually, after you do this a few times, these are probably going to become those fixed blocks that you have in your ideal week. And I'll make sure to link to a blog post slash podcast episode where I've talked about ideal week in the past, because this is something that Take some planning and practice to figure out what your ideal week is going to look like. But once you think about the work time that you have and how you want to basically break that up into the major buckets of work that you have to do, that is the start of how you create that ideal week and how you set up these work blocks so that you can then figure out when you're going to do the different things that you need to do. The next thing you're going to do is to set up your actual tasks. Any tasks that need to be set up, you're going to actually go ahead and create those for yourself, whether it is creating a physical paper to-do list or creating tasks in Asana, wherever it is that you are going to reference and the system that you're already using for your task management, you want to go ahead and write those things down and get them off of maybe your brainstorming sheet or just out of your head. This brain dump process is so helpful when you are planning your week because often you're going to realize that you have too many things going on or too many things that you want to do, and it's really going to help you to prioritize and be intentional about how you're going to spend your time. 
really the important thing here is just to get it all out of your head. Even if it's unrealistic, even if it's not something you have to get done this week, getting it down on paper is going to help you again to prioritize and figure out what needs to happen this week versus what can happen in the future. So that's our next step is to prioritize things. Like I said, there are frequently weeks where there is too much on my list or I've put things down that aren't actually a priority for this week. And I have spent years in the past creating a massive to-do list every week only to feel completely defeated when I don't have time to complete it by the end of the week. So instead, what I do now is to have a running to-do list or I call it a parking lot for larger ideas or projects, but I can pull from that list when I go and plan my week. So when I'm making my to-do list for the week, it's a much more reasonable amount of tasks that can actually be done in the time that I have set aside for my work time. It's also important to do this for your personal tasks. So I like to keep these two things separate so that I am not looking at a personal to-do list and focused on a work task that's on it and vice versa. It helps me to really keep these two areas of my life separate. And again, when I go to plan things out, I'm able to plan when I'm going to do those big personal tasks like running errands or making a return or going shopping for something versus when I am working on a podcast episode, I'm not kind of intermixing those two types of tasks. This last phase is my absolute favorite. It is when I am thinking ahead on how I'm going to delegate things. So I'm looking at that daunting to-do list and maybe I'm feeling overwhelmed, but what I can do in that moment is look and see what I can start to give to my team to my spouse or my partner or to my kids to help with. And this is going to help me to really cut down that to-do list as I'm helping to give other people the work that they need to do. In the past, without this planning hour, I would often realize too late that I needed help with something from a teammate or maybe even from my husband. And I would be asking at the very last minute and I would feel bad that I was doing that. And so what I have started to do now is to create this habit of looking ahead at what I need help with and asking for things ahead of time and having this rhythm, especially if you have a team member like a virtual assistant or somebody who kind of does miscellaneous things for you, this is super helpful to look ahead and give them tasks on a weekly basis. Every single time that I've had a new assistant in either business, I found that having this little power hour of planning really helps me to make sure that I'm giving them work regularly And then I'm not getting stuck in that work that I'm wanting them to do, but just in not giving myself the time to, you know, plan to give them that information and that task. So I would love to know from you, do you do any sort of weekly planning? Maybe which parts of these process do you want to add to what you already do? And if you don't do any sort of weekly planning like this, or you're going to give this a try, I would love to know how it goes. So send me a DM over on Instagram at Grayson Vine and let me know how it goes. I love connecting with you guys over there. And I hope that this will help you to just create a new habit for yourself of a way that you can hopefully save hours of time throughout your week, but more importantly, to feel really good about the things that you are getting done in your week because you are being very intentional about setting aside the time to do those things and to reach your goals. So until next week, friends, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.